Welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I am your host, Kate Noel, and I am so happy you're here. My mission is to inspire you to be the best version of yourself by truly honoring what your mind, body, and soul want and need. Here, we talk about everything and anything, wellness, recovery, lifestyle stuff, lots more. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome back to Take the Cake. Welcome to season three of Take the Cake, rather. I have been on a little break for the winter time, but we're back with season three, and I'm really so looking forward to this year, 2022, and I just wanted to give y'all a quick, honestly super brief update on this podcast and what you can expect this season, this year. I have been doing this now for two years and I've it's been actually such an interesting journey. I had a really difficult time getting into the groove of podcasting as far as the logistics go. I finally, you know, in season two last year, found my rhythm and found a really good, I don't know, way of doing it. This year, I have even more clarity on what I want this podcast to be. This season, I'm going to be posting weekly podcast episodes. I'm releasing a podcast every Wednesday, just like last season. This time around, I'm going to be focusing more on solo episodes, solo casts. Most of the time, I get the most people telling me that's their favorite episodes I'm also still going to be interviewing guests, but last season I had probably the majority were interviews and this season I'm going to do a little bit more solo casts. And the reason why is because as a coach, I have started coaching in October. I launched my business, Kate Noel Wellness, and have been loving coaching and I've completed my schooling. I have become a certified eating disorder recovery coach as well as a certified mind-body eating coach. And I have a lot of knowledge and insight that I really want to share with y'all. Um, so I'm going to be doing more solo casts, but the difference between last year, whereas they were like 30 minutes to an hour, is I'm actually probably going to keep them a little bit shorter. So the solo casts, I'm going to try and keep a little bit shorter just because Personally, that's kind of the podcast style I've been enjoying listening to, so perhaps it resonates with you. Not like super short, not like five, ten minutes or anything, but you know, 20 to 30 minutes or so. We'll see. You know, maybe I'll just rant and go on and on and on. Who knows? Um, But I wanted to do an episode where I talked about jealousy and comparison to other people, to other women. Uh, Before I go into that episode, I wanted to give a little update. I already mentioned I've been coaching. I am obsessed with coaching. I am obsessed with my clients. (laughs) I just feel like, you know, just when you start a new job or you start a new schooling or you just start a new hobby and you're like, I feel like I've always been doing this. That's how I feel in this career. And I feel so grateful to be able to see how my personal journey has come full circle and I'm now able to really support and mentor other people who are on a similar journey. So 
at the moment, I you can go to my website and you can learn more about my offerings and the services I provide and sort of the realm I'm working in. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute discovery call, which is just a no-obligation consultation where I just connect with you and just get to know you a little bit more and vice versa, and we can see if we align and if coaching is really right for you. And at the moment, I have a wait list, but feel free to put your name on it. I mean, it's it's never too too late. So I don't have that many clients at a time because I really like to take my energy and like really focus on the people who I am working with. So that's why the wait list is there. I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm more of an intentional, slow and steady person with my business than like, let's just do it all at once. So that's my vibe. And I, if you have any questions, you can click on the contact form on my website. And that's a really good way to contact me because I don't really see all of my Instagram DMs. I try and respond, but I get kind of overwhelmed with DMs. I think that's everything I have to update y'all on, right? I don't know. I was going to do an update episode, like a what's been going on with me, but you know, a 2021 reflection, but I had a really bittersweet 2021 in the sense of, I really feel like I continued on my healing journey. My digestion has never been better. Well, maybe that's not true. My digestion is very great compared to how it was the past couple of years. Don't worry. I plan on doing an episode about that. Some stuff really clicked for me. I started school. I quit my job as a fit model. I really started coaching. Like I just feel like my life really, I don't know, kind of happened. A lot happened in 2021. A lot of things to be grateful for. But at the same time, it was a lot of bitter, sweet moments where I, you know, growth is really hard. Like growth is really glamorized. And I agree, like you should absolutely be proud of your growth and you should show off the good side and the beautiful fruits of growth. But something has to die a lot of the times in order for us to grow. So some, I was grieving a little bit last year. I had anxiety. I was struggling with some personal stuff and it was like a really transformational year, but I'm sure you can resonate with this. If you're on your own healing journey, it's like kind of comes with some really intense baggage. And something I learned in my recovery was that it's not really necessarily easier. Recovery isn't really easier than having an eating disorder sometimes, Um, sure it's more happy and there's a lot more joy, but recovery really uncovers some, some stuff that your eating disorder has prevented you from tuning into. So recovery is inevitable. Recovery is inevitable. I mean, I don't think it's sustainable to have an eating disorder because we know what happens to people when they sustain eating disorders their whole lives. They crumble. I mean, we know the most extreme thing that happens when somebody has an eating disorder their whole life, right? We, we all know. I don't need to say what happens. But anyways, some, some stuff died for me last year. And it was all stuff that needed to go away. <laughs> but it wasn't always easy. So that's pretty much my update on what's been going on. I had a really nice holiday season. I went to Michigan and saw uh, my family and it was really great. 
So let's get into the episode, shall we? That's enough of that. Let's get into it. I'm going to be talking about jealousy and comparison. Like I had mentioned, I get a lot of DMs. I get a lot of people asking me about comparing themselves, comparing their bodies, comparing the food they're eating, comparing their productivity, comparing their clothes, like I, their Instagram, anything, everything. Comparison is the thief of joy. I didn't make that up. That is from something. I have no idea what it's from, but I think it's pretty true. So let's talk about it. So let's talk about why we compare first. I think it's good to kind of break that down. Um, so we make up stories in our heads over our whole entire lives. And these stories are created through our influence, our upbringing, our culture, the media, of course. Um, and maybe you resonate with, you know, finding yourself comparing to other people, especially other women in your life. Uh, I think women to women is a common comparison, although that's a generalization. I mean, I think men and non-binary folks compare themselves to every, you know, it's, it's inevitable comparing ourselves to lots of people, but specifically feeling hatred or shame about your own life as a consequence of comparison. So this sort of podcast is for you. If you have been comparing and you feel hatred and shame against yourself, what is she eating to get the body I want? You know, my friend is eating less than me, so should I. My mom didn't weigh this much when she was my age, so I shouldn't either. Why do I weigh this much? And you feel shame, like like your character and your core essence as a human being are wrong. That's what shame is. So shame is when you feel like your character and like your core being is wrong as a human being. That's really intense. Like that's extreme. And I know it's common and it's pretty sad. Guilt, on the other hand, is when you do something like an action and you feel bad about the consequence of that action. So shame is like guilt on steroids. You Shame is like, it's me. It's, it's just my being alive. That's why this is like this and it's bad. It sounds really messed up, but we all experience it sometimes. So we see the lives of others and people look happy and successful and out of fear and distrust in our own, I guess, like internal compass or wisdom of our own lives. We begin to create a story of, well, if I just did this like this person, I would look like her. I would be like her. I would have the things that she has, love, happiness, purpose, peace, etc. So we make that our goal and we do whatever it takes to get there. We diet, we overexercise, we do things that we hate, we hate ourselves, we restrict. The list goes on and on and on. We, we just force and push and manipulate. And these acts really honestly make us more unhappy. You know, maybe in the short term, these things might make us feel good and productive, but that's us running on stress. Like that is us running against our own lives and it's inevitable that we would feel bad after a while. So we focus on, you know, these acts don't make us happy, right? So what happens is we focus on the goal of appearance even more and we think, well, I'm just not trying hard enough. It's this shame cycle of I am wrong. I need to be like this person and do what they're doing and then I'll be right. And then it doesn't work. And you think, oh, 
it's it's still me. I have to try even harder now because I'm even more wrong. So we lose ourselves more and more and more as we insert ourselves into other people's lives. And that's a sacrifice. And and so let's talk about a sacrifice. I would love for you to consider someone in your life that you often compare yourself to. Just one person, maybe maybe two. Uh, do you think that these people know you personally? Do you, do you live with them? Do you see their every choice? Do you see their moments? And now I want you to think of the sacrifices that you have made in order to try and be this person. Perhaps you are jealous of a fitness influencer on your feed and you buy their workout plans and their meal plans and you follow them religiously like a religion. You worship what they're doing. You check on them every day. You make your entire being about them. It's like your religion. And the problem is, is that the sacrifice of doing that is ignoring your own sense of self. And when we don't leave space for our intuition to be heard or seen, there are mental, emotional, physical, spiritual financial, social, etc. sacrifices that are made, maybe some that you don't even consciously realize are happening, right? Like when we lose ourselves, for whatever reason, <laughs> we are designed to be kind of like, we don't really hold our own hand, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like we really easily abandon ourselves and we really easily just check out of our bodies and our minds. We just go to sleep. And that's kind of what happens a lot. And when you do this comparison, you are saying an affirmation to yourself every day that you aren't worthy and your life isn't worthy and, and you don't have self-worth, really. Like, okay, I'm going to say a statement about myself out loud and I want you to observe how it makes you feel. This is me talking to me right now. I hate my body so much I would do anything to be someone else. How did that make you feel? Me hating myself like that. I don't actually feel that way about myself but even pretending to say that to myself makes me emotional. Like it sounds extreme but that's exactly what you're affirming to yourself every single day that you shut out your own life, desires, and dreams for the sake of being like somebody else. And so just consider that is kind of what you're doing in a way. So let's talk about what we can do now because <laughs> sometimes it feels impossible to not compare and the jealousy just happens and the envy just happens. So of course, if this is, if it's possible, you can unfollow this person or set boundaries in your life, but it's not always the easiest and most effective route because our disordered minds, like they try and find another way or another person to compare to. So that's definitely a good step, but I want to take a moment to reframe this envy and this comparison. I would love for you to reframe this envy into gentle emulation and emulation means you kind of mimic somebody or in do what somebody else is doing because you want to be like them and essentially i want you to find the envy and reframe it into inspiration so what you can do is you can write down a list of qualities about this person that you're actually inspired by 
Perhaps you're inspired by how nutrient-dense their meals are, as opposed to, they eat clean, so I have to eat clean. Or perhaps you are jealous of their style and you're comparing your style, like your clothes or your jewelry to them. Maybe you could say, you know, I'm actually really inspired by how minimal their fashion is and I really like the colors that they wear. And, or maybe their style of eating could mean, you know, evaluating areas of your life that you might want try and add in some, this is going back to the clean eating, but like maybe instead of saying I'm so jealous of their clean eating, you could just add in some nutrient dense meals or something that makes you feel nourished without sacrificing joy or being perfectionistic about it. Um, perhaps you can try a recipe of theirs, but choosing yourself first is the ticket here. You know, if you try and add in a nutrient dense recipe, for example, or of theirs and it doesn't taste good, like choose yourself, trust yourself over them and don't blame you or don't blame them for not liking the food. It's just, it is what it is. It's just your story. So you have to make yourself right first, not them. They're not right. You are, it's your life. So if something doesn't taste good to you, it doesn't taste good to you. doesn't mean you're wrong or they're wrong or they're right. It's just your own story. Another example I can think of is, you know, maybe you're comparing yourself to like a fitness YouTuber who seems to do a workout every day and they are always posting photos of their flat abs or perky butts and they have all these workout plans and flat abs in two weeks, six pack and whatever. Instead of beating yourself to the ground and drowning in shame when you don't follow the workout plan or when you skip a day because you need rest, find the qualities you are inspired by in them. So maybe you're actually truly inspired by their consistency. So you rework your morning routine and experiment with trying to do movement at a different time. Or, you know, maybe you have to sacrifice like something in your day, waking up a little earlier to do the movement. But again, it has to align with you. Like make yourself right first. Don't beat yourself up about not being able to do it. If you're not being able to do it because you're tired, don't do it. It's about making yourself right and being inspired by this person. Maybe the fitness one wasn't the best example because I don't necessarily think that being inspired by a fitness influencer means like forcing yourself to wake up earlier and doing their routine. But, you know, maybe you're inspired by... Maybe you're inspired by their strength and how strong they are. And you really want to be able to be strong like that. So instead of, you know, just hurting yourself and making yourself and forcing yourself to lift and lift and lift, like acknowledge that you're on a different journey than them. And, you know, it takes a lot of protein and nutrition in order to gain strength and it takes rest days to gain strength so you can be inspired by how strong they are without doing their exact workout plan um or maybe you're inspired by their instagram feed they look happy all the time so what can you do to take that jealousy and turn it into a loving action what's something that you can do to make you happy today or tomorrow and it's about you this is about you right this is not about them this is about you anytime we're i should have mentioned this earlier but anytime we're jealous of somebody, we are, you know, we are projecting onto them. We are projecting our own insecurities and what we think are maybe our own shortcomings onto that person. And in reality, they have, they are, they have nothing to do with you. Like they're 
life is their life and they're doing their own life and they're on their own journey. And you are just disembodied and, and far away from your own path when you're trying to be like this person. And that feels wrong in your inner being and in your world. Like we know what it feels like to, to lose ourselves. And so we have to be in relationship with ourselves again. We have to find that relationship within ourselves after years, months, years, days, whatever, of losing ourselves. So let's say you're jealous of somebody in your own personal life that you see a lot. Um, you know, this is about setting boundaries. So Setting boundaries in your personal life if someone is forcing the comparison is always the right thing to do. I like to remember, you know, same as I just had said, anytime someone is pointing at you, there are three fingers pointing back at them. They feel their own shortcomings. They are simply reflecting onto you. It is by no means your responsibility to process their emotions but we often do that to the people that we love and trust simply because we don't trust ourselves. So let's say your mom, or actually I'm going to say your grandma. I don't know why it's coming. So let's, so a response to your grandma who comments on how much you're eating could be, I actually fully trust myself and I feel at peace with the amount of food I am eating right now. That will shock your grandma because she is now alone in her thoughts. Like she is saying that to you because she doesn't trust herself around food. And it might, it sounds harsh that she would be alone in her thoughts, but it might inspire her to tune into her own challenges instead of displacing them onto you, which would really actually serve her in her own life. Right? So basically the point I'm trying to make is if it's somebody in your own personal life, or if someone's forcing the comparison onto you, you can mute them. You can block them on the internet or in real life, you can take some time away from this person and a good response, if you can't, and the comparison and the whatever's going on is still happening, you know, snap, not snap back at them, but give them a little bit of a change and don't get mad at them. Just say, I trust myself. I fully trust my decisions right now. And I feel at peace with the decision I'm making. And that will really make that person reconsider what they're saying to you, I bet. So appreciation versus jealousy. That is what I'm trying to get at here. Building each other up, realizing that we're all on our own individual journey. There are, in my, in my mind and in my perceptions, there are so many coincidences and signs and things that happen in this world. And I believe that everything happens for a reason and that the people in our lives are there in our lives for a reason. Um, and we need to manage them and we need to manage our own emotional world. And it's about you and you. It's about you versus you. It's about your healthy self versus your unhealthy self. And it's about choosing to go with the flow and choosing to be okay with whatever life is calling to you. And it's about making your life right and blessing your own life and not cursing your own life and really being able to sit with yourself at the end of the day. Because when you go to bed at night, that fitness influencer isn't going to bed with you. <laughs> 
probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that wasn't, I don't know what I'm trying to, I, I <laughs> it's actually like late right now. I don't know why I'm recording this in the evening. I'm a little dusty over here. What I'm trying to say is they don't know your life like you do. And you, at the end of the day, you're your own best nutritionist, your own best exerciser, your own best decision maker. You are it. You got this. You can listen to your body. You can trust your instincts. You can trust your internal world. You can trust your sensations and your feelings. They are not wrong. You are not wrong. So my recommendation is today, tomorrow, try to not run away from yourself and choose yourself and hold your own hand. Okay, <laughs> with that, that's the episode. I really appreciate y'all for listening, for being here for season three. If you are excited about this podcast, if you want to support me on my podcasting journey, I love and appreciate getting ratings and reviews. They really mean a lot to me, and I like to shout out recent reviews on my podcast. So if you liked this episode, please feel free to leave me a review and I might shout it out on the next episode next week. Thank you all so much for being here and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye for now.